This is Fred Stoller. You may know me from Seinfeld, Dumb and Dumber, Get Off the Phone. Get Off the Phone. Raymond, and the original OG Thrill Seeker. He's a thrill seeker. I'm going to rent a movie. I'm not going to rewind it. That's why I love this podcast. You are listening to Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Oh, yeah. I used to just uh, return videos and not rewind them. Screw that late fee. Yeah. I love the little laugh that he gives to it. He's like, that's why I love this podcast. Like he's listening to it as he's saying it. Right. So uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to get another ruck. I'd like to get another one from Fred Solar. How about that? Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, uh, Fred is the best. Thank you, Mr. Solar. This is obviously dumpster diving. Uh, the companion piece to to Massive Late Fee. Uh, my name is Mark. With me as always is my co-host, Mike. How are you doing today, Mike? Fine. <laughs> well, uh, Mike, I usually we beat around the bush a little bit. <laughs> we talk a little bit, but I've got I got something that I want to debut. It's a new game. Uh, we might do this uh, in the future, I guess. I, I don't know, but uh, we'll see how we'll see how this one goes. This game, Mike, which I I I was reading an we article. We already are doing it in the future. <laughs> That's true. I was reading an article. And it just, I like, it just struck me. Like I was this game, like the idea for this game just came directly from this article. Uh, Cause I was reading an article about uh, some sexual, uh, like sexual assault allegations from a celebrity. So this Sounds is like a great game. This is guess the celebrity by the sex crime. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So here's how it's going to go. I have a celebrity. And I have three allegations of sexual assault. We're, we're going to say allegedly for all these things, but I have three allegations of sexual assault uh, getting easier as we progress. It's, it's so I'm first, I'm going to give a fun fact about the celebrity that I'm going to read an allegation. And if you get it on that first allegation, it's five points. If, <laughs> if you get it on the second allegation, well, second fun fact and allegation, it's three points. And if you if it takes all three, then you only get one point. And keep in mind, the points mean nothing. I like the fact that you made so much work for yourself. I I yeah, it, it was a little Why bit of you have points. It was a little That's bit of work. Track. <laughs> Did you know that IMDb is an Amazon company? It is. Yeah, I just noticed that. It says at the bottom of the screen where I was forced to go with my space bar. <laughs> oh, well, good for Amazon. They should they should own more things. We, Finally, something nice happened to them. <laughs> we actually, they Amazon uh, came out with a an Amazon podcast app, Amazon Podcasts and Music, I think it's called, and we're on there. We're we're one of the uh, we want to be on the Amazon. If you're listening, put us on the new and notable or whatever the hell. It is the the ones to watch out for. Put us up there so we can get millions and millions of people listening. I see at least two things preventing us from being on that list. We're not new or notable. (laughs) (laughs) So, first celebrity here, Mike. Fun fact. uh, Guinness Book of Records. He's a Guinness Book of Records holder. uh, The record being the greatest age range played by an actor in one film. He played a character starting at 17 years old to 121. This is obviously Bill Cosby. Now, for his allegation, uh, Corey Thomas told Variety that she was in high school when he exposed himself to her in a hotel room in 1980. 
Thomas was 16 years old and a classmate of his daughter, uh, Karina. They spent a Sunday afternoon together in New York uh, while he was in the midst of a divorce from his first wife, she said, while waiting to get picked up by her parents after his daughter had gone to her mother's, Thomas said the accused went to the bathroom, started the shower, and came out of the bathroom with a towel around his waist, which he dropped in front of her. Quote, he was standing there naked, Thomas told Variety. I think I almost collapsed, actually. It was the first time I had ever seen a naked man. He stood there. He took his time. Who do you guess that yeah, was? Now, now, I'm, now I'm conflicted. I thought it was Bill Cosby, and I don't think he's ever been divorced. Okay. So you want to you take a guess? Are you going to guess, guess Cosby? Cosby. It is, guess Cosby. It is not Bill Cosby. So let's go down to fun fact number two. He was once a roommate to both Gene Hackman and Robert Duvall. Additionally, second allegation, Melissa Keaton told Variety that uh, that she was a recent college graduate working on the film Ishtar, 1987, when accused allegedly sexually assaulted her. Her boyfriend at the time was doing music for the movie, and she went with him a few times to the studio where the accused was recording vocal tracks. During one visit while the accused was in the recording booth, she said he suddenly put his hands down her pants. Quote, he put his fingers inside me, uh, he's told Variety, and the thing I feel most bad about is, I didn't know what to do. I just stood there. I just froze in that situation. It's a very dark segment we have going here, Mark. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Rick James. No. Okay, one more. Uh, fun fact. This This actor is an L.A. native whose dad was a set decorator. He is named after another actor, Dustin Farnham. Allegation. Uh, Meryl Streep hasn't come forward with an accusation recently, but in a Time article from 1979, Streep said that the accused groped her breast during auditions for Kramer vs. Kramer. Okay, yeah, that's weird. I didn't, I didn't realize Dustin Hoffman was uh, an accused uh, you know, sex offender. I didn't either, which is the which was the article I was reading and is the genesis of this game. And the reason I, I, now, yeah, the music thing threw me. Dustin Hoffman was recording music. Well, he was recording vocal tracks. I don't know if he was doing voiceovers. They do sing him and uh, Warren Beatty do sing in that movie. Ishtar three, two, three, four, four, two, three. And these men are pawns. I put the price of 20,000 dirham on their heads. Next, they will be hailed as the two messenger of God. They were just a couple of songwriters who came to Ishtar to break into show business. Easy boy, easy boy, easy boy. What the hell's the matter with him? Is he blind? Well, yeah, he is, but, but he's in perfect condition. So how do they wind up? On everyone's hit list. Your life is in danger. Behave normally. We have a gun pointed at your back. No, don't put your hands up, you idiot. My little darling. My little darling. I can't believe these men may control the fate of the Middle East. This is unbelievable. Are the two American messengers of God dead yet? This is the oasis. Does this look like an oasis to you? Yeah, look at the birds. 
Are those vultures? Yeah, 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 yeah. Warren Beatty, Dustin Hoffman, Isabella Johnny. Your girl! How did she get to be your girl? Only you! I think they're wonderful. Ishtar, written and directed by Elaine May. <laughs> this is some of our best work. Because they play singers, so he might have been recording some, some vocals. See, you got me thinking you know, like musician, and then like I'm like, uh, well, I can only know of a musician like around 1980 who would have like a daughter old enough to be in college. Like that's like a Rick James kind of you know age. But yeah, I was wrong. But yeah, I had no idea that he was accused of it. He has like, I think it was something like 11 sexual assault allegations against Jeez. him, and I didn't know he had any. Which is the the genesis of this game, I guess in the interest of not getting canceled or, or whatever. And, you know, it's not going to be as fun to explain the joke to everybody. But here's the point, everybody. It's satire. This is, you know, I put the, and the whole reason I do these fun facts beforehand is because this is what Hollywood is like. The fun facts and like, because that's all I knew about Dustin Hoffman before this is the... You know, the like the shiny like, hey, look, it's it's Uncle Dustin, you know, and stuff like that. That shiny artifice like we were talking about in the other podcast that <laughs> <Nice>. uh, <laughs> that that they put over every celebrity. Right. That's what the fun facts is. The reality is the dark shit that comes right after that, that no one really seems to talk about that much. So it's sat- a- AJ Benza tried to warn us. Yeah, exactly. So it's satire, people. So just. Don't, you know, don't get your panties in a twist about it. You know, I think the only movie I've ever seen with Dustin Hoffman is uh, I Heart Huckabees. Oh, yeah, he was in that. I remember that. The one, the movie where Lily Tomlin famously freaks out behind the set. Okay, for Christ's sake, let's just take it one fucking line at a time. Instead of changing everything, it's very difficult to even create what you're going to do when it's constant a barrage of changes, changes, do this, do this. No, wait, wait, do it a different way, do it a different way. Don't get me started. Okay, so I'm just saying, let's just, you know, it's impossible. One actor's doing one thing, another actor's doing another, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not as, I'm not as brilliant as you. I can't uh, keep up with you. No, but we're being very we're being very efficient. Let's rehearse. You're being impatient. Let's rehearse. I couldn't understand you. And it's not the first time. Fuck you! I'm just trying to fucking help you. Do you understand me? No, don't you? I'm being a fucking collaborator. I'm just trying to help you figure out the fucking patient. Hey, bitch. I'm not here to be fucking yelled at. I worked on this fucking thing for three fucking years. Not to have some fucking cunt yell at me in front of the fucking crew. Well, I'm trying to fucking help you, bitch. Figure it out yourself. Well, I have figured it out. Yeah, fuck yourself. Good. Why don't you fuck, fuck your whole movie? For you. Why don't you fuck your whole movie? Because that's what you're doing. We better get some insurance against the director. <laughs> You're a fucking grown-up. Act like a grown-up. You're not a baby. You're a fucking grown-up. I'm, I'm here to fucking help you. That's all I was doing, was trying to 
dad fucking yell at you before right now? Did you ever? Uh, did you ever I've see that? Read, from what I've read about the director, though, David O. Russell, that that seems very warranted. Yeah, yeah, I've I've read a lot of stuff but, about but him he's, being an he's, asshole. He's, 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 I think he's a brilliant director, but he seems like a crazy person. And yeah. sometimes you need that. Yeah, sometimes it works. I mean, like um, Stanley Kubrick, obviously legendary director, but also kind of seemed like a sadistic dick. Kind of, yeah. Hitchcock as well. Yep, absolutely. I mean, look at Charlie Kaufman. I mean, he makes some really interesting movies, and he's you know definitely seems like he's like he's I'm not, he's I'm not saying he's abusive, but he right. seems like he definitely thinks differently. Yeah, Michael Gondry as well. He definitely thinks not to put any black people in this movie. I'll tell you that much, right? Oh, I, right. David Lynch, same. <laughs> not the black people thing. Me, uh, well, probably that too. Probably that too. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think. David Lynch. Um, are there any black people in Twin Peaks? I don't think so. I, I haven't seen any by David Lynch. So but there are not many black people that live in the, the Pacific Northwest either, so. I don't know. <laughs> All right, next question. Celebrity number two. So you got one point on that one. Celebrity number two. <laughs> Keep track. Fun fact. Uh, in, in 1987, around the same time that comedian Chris Farley di- died. or uh, Not 87, sorry. 87? Sorry. 97. Fun fact. In 1997, around the same time that comedian Chris Farley died, a rumor... Oh, no, a fun fact includes the death of a uh, famous comedian. <laughs> a rumor started that this actor had also been killed in a car accident. The rumor is false and without clear origins. Remember those? They, there would just be rumors I, I of like... Believe- People dying. I believe this actor is also a bad person to see going into a bathroom with you. I mean, it could only be for one or two reasons. Am I correct? I'm not going to comment on if that's if that's correct or not. But uh, I will say that the the accusation is the accused allegedly hurled homophobic slurs at an 11 year old child star, telling him homosexual acts that he was sure the child would perform as an adult. Ooh, that's rough. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if it's technically a crime. I'm gonna. I don't think this would be Andy Dick, but I'm guessing Andy Dick because I felt that that time thing meant something because they were good friends apparently. Nope, not Andy Dick. So on to uh, fun fact number two. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. Fun fact began his career in the movie Bugsy Malone alongside Jodie Foster. And now to the allegation. A 14-year-old female co-star accused him of sexual assault when she was a minor. Uh, the accused responded by saying he waited until he was 18 to fuck her. <laughs> That's, I'm, Actually, I'm glad I haven't seen Bugsy. I'm sorry. I'm paraphrasing. Because uh, he didn't say. But he did say that, you know, check the dates or whatever. She was 18. Very good. That was his, that was his defense. So do you know Charlie? who it is? I don't, but I'm going to guess Charlie Sheen. No. Uh, fun fact. Fun fact number three. Starred in a movie where the main plot was him using newfound magic powers to lift girls' skirts, which seems a bit on the nose oh. now. Is it, uh, Technically, I think you're incorrect, but I think you're talking about Scott Baio. It is, yes. It is which Scott I should have... Now that makes sense, Bugsy Malone. I kind of just see him there, but I feel that it wasn't magic; it was psychic powers and zapped. Oh yeah, that's that is yeah, that's true. Uh, the last allegation was dragged Nicole Eggert around the set of Charles in Charge. Apparently, dragged her by her hair, uh, according to the allegations from Nicole Eggert. I like uh, <laughs> I like that um, his response to her saying 
you know, hey, this happened when I was like 15 or whatever. And he was like, hey, you know, check the date. You were 18. That seems like something you would say. I still fucked you. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to deny that. I spent all of 1989 uh, bragging about that. Right. Uh, Anyway, uh, celebrity number three. Fun fact. uh, He is to claim to be Johnny Carson's son. He does a good Johnny Carson impression to get free stuff. First allegation. Uh, Tony Montana told USA Today on November 1st that a drunken actor confronted him in 2003 at a Los Angeles pub, groped his genitals, and chased him into a bathroom. Quote, he grabbed my whole package. He grabbed me hard. No one has had ever done that to me, said Montana, who was in the t- who was then in his 30s. That seems very judgy by USA Today, by the way. <laughs> The way the way it's framed, because like he grabbed me hard. No one had ever done that to me, said Montana, who was in his thirties. Come on now, no one's ever grabbed you like that. All right, I think I actually might know this one. Although mm-hmm. I, what I was going to guess at first is hilarious. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you what my actual guess is. I'm just going to tell you what I was going to guess, but I'm not now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess this is Kevin Spacey. Who are you going to guess it was? <laughs> it's actually another Kevin. Kevin Pollock. <laughs> That is funny. Do were you gonna say Kevin Pollock just because you couldn't remember Kevin Spacey's name, or you really thought it was no, 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 him? Because, because Kevin Pollock does a lot of impressions, and I bet he does a good Johnny Carson. Oh, like, yeah. Kevin Spacey kind of looks like Johnny Carson. It is Kevin Spacey. Five points. So I mean, doesn't he kind of look like Johnny Carson? He does, and, a, and I saw. I actually came up with that fun fact. I didn't go to a website for that. I came up with that fun fact on my own because he told a story about that on. Uh, I think the Tonight Show or, you know, one of the late night things. Uh, I thought you were going to say he just made it up. (laughs) No, and he did his his impression of Carson. He does a really good, he does a really good, he does a really good Carson. He just is a straight uh, (laughs) non-pedophile impression. It's not as good as he would hope, but I mean, it lasted for a good while. Do you want to? Do you want to do you want to hear the the other fun facts and accusations by him or should we just move on? I really think we should move on. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Although I like to hear the fun facts. Let's let's cleanse the palate with some fun facts. Okay, so Kevin Spacey And let's not include death in these fun facts if possible. Kevin Spacey fun fact number 2. He burned down his sister's treehouse and was sent to military school because of it. After he raped her dog. Uh, fun fact number three. Since his accusations, he's decided to leave creepy YouTube messages every Christmas. That's not fun. <laughs> what, was, was, what was the real second one, please? Uh, okay, so the second allegation was um, Chris Nixon, a 20-year-old bartender. There's a lot of bartenders. I mean, no, not, no, fun fact, not accusation. No, that was his real. That was the real fun fact. He oh, burned God. down his sister's treehouse and Jeez. was sent to military school because of it. Yeah, that explains a lot. Uh, when he hosted SNL like years ago, and there was like a guy like typing out like subtitles about like what a creep he was. <laughs> I don't remember that, but that sounds hilarious. That was pretty funny. It's like no, he's a, he's a real psycho in real life. It's he's not just uh, playing characters. Oh my God! And they were kind of- sort of right. <laughs> What's kind of weird is usually people who play like those like crazy characters are like really decent, or at least they seem to be, and mm-hmm. vice versa. Yeah. Or verse versa. Right. Wouldn't verse versa be the vice versa of vice versa? I think it would be, yeah. You know, um, you. I read a quote from Jeremy Irons the other day. Uh, the quote goes like something like this. Uh, 
The, you know, they should make a new. Uh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm spit, spitball an idea at you real quick, real quick. Yeah. A new YouTube series called Jeremy Irons, where he's <laughs> ironing like clothes and talking about them. Like, like you know, he'll, wear, he'll look his uh, his outfit from uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. He'll tell a few mm-hmm. you know anecdotes. Here's how I here's how I got this. Uh, <laughs> as... This of all the movies with Jeremy Irons, that's the first one I think of. <laughs> but no, the the quote from Jeremy Irons was. Uh, the irons that you iron steam function is very useful. <laughs> the irons that you iron your shirt with don't contain irons, which ironically is also ironic and unironic. Thanks. Very funny. A very funny joke. <laughs> That's a smart. <laughs> I, I uh, Norm Macdonald, you can use that that very smart joke for yourself if you want. Yeah. Um, uh, it was better than mine, so not say much. <laughs> So, uh, third, I think this is the no fourth celebrity, right? There's five, by the way. Oh my god! Um, so so far you have seven. How points. much time did you spend on this? Like researching and this this <laughs> took me a couple hours, <laughs> but I was really excited about this idea. All right, go ahead. All right, fun fact number three: He went to high school with friend star Matt LeBlanc. His allegation: You're gonna get this right away too. Uh, comedy duo Dana Dana Min Goodman and Julia Walov say the comedian masturbated in front of them in a hotel room at the 2002 U.S. Comedy Arts Festival in Aspen. I was I was so confident that you were going to get this one on the first one that I didn't do any other (laughs) (laughs) So that is now 12 points for you. Final one. Uh, fun fact, he's a fan of Don Draper from Mad Men. Uh, allegation, uh, he was accused of raping a 23-year-old woman between January and December of 2001. What does that mean? Like, he raped her for the entire year, or... Maybe, like, multiple times? I'm gonna guess this is Danny Masterson. Oh, you got it again on the first one! You seem like the kind of douchey guy who watch Mad Men. Fun fact number two was he played Hyde on that 70s show. <laughs> What? His, 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 the second allegation was a twenty. Uh, uh, he raped a twenty-year-old woman in two thousand April of two thousand three. Uh, fun fact number three is he's still friends with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis somehow. Uh, so just fans of of them, you know, keep that in mind. Allegation number three: uh, raped a twenty-three-year-old woman between October and December of two thousand three. So three rape allegations for Danny Masterson, who is facing forty-five years in prison. Just saying. Mila Kunis, Austin, Ashton Kutcher, Austin, Austin Powers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Austin Powers says, Danny Masterson, that's not groovy, baby. He told him to behave. <laughs> Although Austin Powers is kind of a raper too, if you think about it. Wasn't, wasn't one of the, isn't one of the Mastersons in an Austin Powers movie? You are correct. I believe the one from Malcolm in the Middle is. Yeah, that's yeah, that's who I was thinking of too. I think I'm not positive that sounds familiar. He should have said behave. Should have. Oh, well, anyway, that's the game. <laughs> what did you think? You better watch out. Hasbro, Hasbro might steal that one from you. <laughs> so it's the hottest new game of the season. Everybody, oh, write it. Rape act. 
everybody write he's in. He's that title. Everybody write in and, and say if you want uh, more of that game, more of uh, Guess the Celebrity by the sexual assault allegation. Because yeah. let us know if you want more graphic depictions of sexual assaults. Because it's not graphic. Surprisingly and horrifyingly, uh, there are a lot more to choose from. Like I didn't even include Bill Cosby, like uh, like Mike suggested, and there are a lot that I came across that I was uh, horrified and sickened by. But yeah, so if you uh, if you want more of that game, my wife told me this was the worst idea for a game. I would have to agree with her on that one. <laughs> I think it's fun. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's I think that told me some fun fact about you, Mark. I think it's a good I think it's good satire. Write us in. I wanna hear I wanna hear from you guys. Cause if you want more of it, I will completely disregard Mike and and we'll do, do a spin-off you'll he'll do a spin-off podcast of just you reading sexual assault allegations. My first guest will be Ronan Farrow. Oh that that would be the that would be the oh come on. <laughs> And I'm gonna ask. I imagine he like he's he's. I bet he's the same person who won't put his like hand around somebody in a picture just because he doesn't want to be accused, you know? Because he's probably got like targets all over. You know, everybody wants to get him. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna ask him about his dad, though. Um, you know, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> well, I would not be shocked. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of Frank Sinatra, Mike. Um, what do you want to talk about? Frank Sinatra. No, um... You know, when Frank Sinatra sings Stormy Weather, the flies and spiders, they get together. They sure, they do. Yep. Ah, oh, cobwebs. Speaking of sexual assault, the band Cake's drummer. <laughs> oh, is he? Is he? Yeah, that's right. Somebody in the... I don't know who. Yeah, one of the Cake... Not the... Not main Cake. Not, not, not Cake number... Not Cake number one. Not the baker. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they were just way more literal and they just gave them all like names after cakes? Like, hey, Red, I'm Red Velvet. I'm the singer. Devil's Food. Well, you know, who, which one that is? Yeah. The one that got accused. And some asshole uh, goes with upside down cakes, so he has to fucking play the bass upside down all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. Cobwebs fall on an old skipping record. Um, Who's going to feed them hogs? Uh <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Norm McDonald, though, uh, I did hear, I think I told you this last week that the, his show is supposed to be making a comeback. Yeah. So I can't wait to see that in four years or so, whenever we get this shit together. What, what I think is funny is, yeah, no kidding. He does take a little bit of time. Um, did you ever watch, uh, that Mike Tyson's mysteries? I did a little bit. I didn't watch a lot of it, but that was a pretty funny show. Was it good? It might still be on. I don't think. I thought it was funny. I mean, it was obviously like a play on like a Scooby Doo, which I mm-hmm. enjoyed. Uh, I'm sure there's other stuff in there that I'm not getting, but one of the characters was like a ghost, <laughs> and then Norm Macdonald was a talking pigeon who was like I think it was like his old friend that was reincarnated into, into a pigeon. I bet this one's got a fucking ghost, <laughs> right? Oh my god! Yeah. Um, they canceled that, uh, Cartoon Network did after four seasons, but I've never seen it. So I guess I'm the reason that it's been canceled. What if it was like, if they just had one more person and their point would go over like this <laughs> threshold to renew the show. They were right. They were teetering on the edge. 
break. Come on, Mark. What are you going to do? It was like when I convinced all those Jews to vote for Pat Buchanan in Florida in 2000. (laughs) 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 Oh, speaking of that, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Jeez. That sucks. Yeah, that's that's not good. She was 87, I think. Yeah, I mean, rest. I mean, she had a good run. I mean, you can't say you know she didn't quite. I mean, I I hope she accomplished everything she wanted to. She, you know, obviously a uh, pioneer in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. she's living in a log cabin, probably. Yeah, I think so. I think her first picture was with Norm Macdonald's grandpa. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, but no, that's uh, obviously sad. The notorious RGB. That's how they say it, right? Yeah, I know she had been like in and out of the hospital, for, you know, for a while now, and you know, it sucks. She had some kind of cancer, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'm not uh-huh. sure what, but yeah. What about Drew Barrymore? What about her? Does she have cancer? Jeez. No, there's a. I looked up. Are you replaced by an evil version of yourself <laughs> for the second podcast? I have a goatee, everybody. That's oh, how you know, good. but it's a not a visual medium, so. Um, no, I have, uh, I looked up Norm MacDonald here on Google and I looked up news and the first thing that came up was Drew Barrymore's thankful for hitting rock bottom by age 14. And I want to know what this has to do with Norm MacDonald. Yeah, exactly. I really want to know, like, did he contribute to it somehow? Hey, Lindsay. She notoriously flashed David Letterman, who was parodied by Norm MacDonald on SNL. (laughs) That's probably it. Is that is this a story from NormacDonald.com? No, it's Distractify. Mm. Are you familiar with Distractify's work? I feel that I've heard of them before. It's apparently it's supposed to distract you. Now it says uh, Mickey from Mickey Rourke becoming uninsurable to Lindsay Lohan being the it girl to transforming into well the party monster. Everyone loves to rag on today. Then there's the story of Drew Barrymore being blacklisted from Hollywood when she was pretty much in middle school. Uh, let's see. Whatever. By 14, I hit rock bottom. My mom is a weirdo. <laughs> her mom is. Do you, ever, do you ever see interviews with her mom like on Howard Stern and stuff? Yeah, she used to be on Howard Stern quite a bit. Um, she seemed kind of uh, a little nutty. Yeah, she's she's something else. Um, hmm. I don't know. Let's see. It's also worth no, no worth pointing out the elephant in the room, and the elephant in the room in this in this instance is parent, apparently with Ellen receiving a ton of black backlash for fostering a so-called toxic workplace environment. Will Drew Barrymore become the next actress to turn host of a feel-good variety show? Will you be tuning in? So they want Drew Barrymore to replace Ellen. Is this a quibby? This is no. This is. Yeah, I she, just watch Quibi shows. Yeah, well, you know, you can watch the movies in vertical, <laughs> just like God always intended. <laughs> I, I would love to show that to uh, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Is this cinema, Marty? Oh, Look kid. at this. Yeah, if you want Martin, if you want Martin Scorsese, have a, a heart attack. Uh, yeah, listen to this. So, Mike, fuck. Drew has opened up recently about her wild past in interviews leading up to the premiere of her new talk show. Oh, she's got a new talk show. Okay. The Drew Barrymore show. She's even touched on her table dancing incident on David Letterman, parodied by Norm MacDonald. 
along with past relationships and how she was able to navigate a crazy high Hollywood lifestyle as a young actress. You are making that up. It's right there in Distractify. I don't care enough to actually look, but that sounds like you're making that up. Everyone go to Distractify.com or whatever. Let me crash the website if yep. two of you get out there. Yeah, it's a whatever denial of service. What is what does they call that when they crash a website? Distributed denial of service. There you go. Dossing them, doxing people. Let's dox uh, Norm McDonald's. I don't know where he lives, so it's going to be hard. But right. Well, actually, I think you could find it pretty easily. But yeah. Oh, I saw a video. Someone here we go. His apartment. Here we go. Hold the fort. I, uh, I, I was making that up about the uh, David Letterman thing, <laughs> although although she did, although it did say the it said everything but the Norm Macdonald part. Um, here it is on Norm Macdonald's Netflix Netflix program. Norm Macdonald has a show. Drew discussed this part of her life and said that she basically went through all of the lowest lows a person can go through at a young age and is thankful for it. Yeah, she was on there. I forgot. I, I, I don't feel that I've really watched those on Netflix. What I think is so weird, I yeah, I, I I need to watch them again. I watched them all, but I need to watch them again. What what I think is so weird when I look up news about Norm Macdonald is none of this Norm Macdonald news is about Norm Macdonald. The Drew Barrymore one is the first one. Then there's Sam Talent on running the light, Will Smith, and being too big to whatever. I don't know. It, it trails off. Brad Locke, Jezelnik, and other masters of dark, edgy humor. So, I, I mean, I'm assuming he's on there. The Mike Dyson mysteries yeah. are canceled after four seasons. Drew Barrymore apologizes for drinking too much on WWHL. Um, I What the fuck is WWHL? Is that the... Radio station, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what the Shit's Creek cast is working on now. Why Trump needs Mike Pence. <laughs> DC Comics pokes fun at Batman Forever's villain real-life beef. Um, Mike Tyson mysteries canceled, and then the truth about Chris Farley's siblings. None of it. Norm Macdonald doesn't appear in any of this. Well, Kevin Farley was opening up for Norm Macdonald at one point. Maybe that's what were the Chris Farley thing. Yeah, why? Well, but yeah, I I know he's tangentially related to kind of all this stuff. Although I don't. Yeah, they probably just throw him in there to get you know clickbait shit. I guess, yeah. But it's just, it's so, it's weird. <laughs> like, it's it's weird that there's no, like, st- I guess it's kind of good that there's no stories about him, right? It means he's staying under the yeah. radar. Yeah. Eugene Levy is going to do uh, a movie with Norm MacDonald. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's an animated short. The Beast Heroes of the Wildfire, partly produced by comedian Tom Green and starring Michael J. Fox, Bill Burr, Norm MacDonald, Howie Mandel, and Schitt's Creek's co-star Catherine O'Hara. It is an, I'll check that out. It is an eminently Canadian production about the wildlife uh, evacuations of Fort McMurray, um, Alta. What is Alta? No idea. It's not Alberta. Or maybe it is Alberta. Maybe that's the... the um, Maybe that's, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the Alberta. yeah the uh, shortening of Alberta. Sure, makes sense. Alta. Yeah. All right. So that's what uh, that's how Norm Macdonald fits in. He's going to be working with Eugene Levy, which is great. See, I think I think of all to go back to your horrible game from earlier. Yes, <laughs> the highlight of the think, show so far. 
I think Eugene Levy, like, appearing to be one of those people, were probably one of the most, like, shocking ones. Oh, yeah. Stephen King, too. If Stephen King was on that list, I'd be shocked. Uh, I think Stephen King, like, back in his, like, you know, drinking and, like, you know, drugging Cocaine days. Something like that had happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In those days, I mean, I don't know that. But it seems like he really never left the house. No, and he really, it seems like he's really devoted to his wife, too. Yeah. But uh, Tom Tom Hanks, we all know that QAnon's got it out for him. He's been accused. We all know he probably fucked that volleyball. <laughs> well, did you see the way that volleyball was looking at him? I mean, come on. Why do you think the bloody hamper was on there? He was holding it. <laughs> He masturbated so much that uh, blood just started coming out. <laughs> there was a comedian that said something about that. I don't remember who. About masturbating until blood came out? No, they they just they masturbated once and blood came out. Oh, I don't know. And he was like, this doesn't seem correct. He's like, but he wasn't concerned enough to go to the doctor right away. So then, like, I guess the next day or whatever, he masturbated again and it happened again. And he was like, maybe I should go to the hospital. Like, oh come on! <laughs> and I can't, I can't remember what comedian it was, but um, I think it was obviously it wasn't anything huge. I think he had like a infection or something like that. Might have been a, actually, might have been a like some kind of STD or or VD or STI or whatever they call it now. One of those. Yeah, I don't know what they call it anymore. How many times do you think that would have to happen to you to go to the doctor? <laughs> Once. <laughs> If I saw blood coming out of my penis, I'd be like, okay, what's going on? That's not supposed to happen. I really don't like the doctor. I might give it three or four. <laughs> like, oh, but I mean, I'd, I'd have the results pretty quick. <laughs> Within a couple of days, I'd go. Wow. Apparently, so, wow. Hmm. This seems weird. Well, I, I'd, have to, I'd have to advance the schedule. <laughs> what does blood in my semen mean? Oh, that's, that'll be some fun targeted ads you get for the next few days. <laughs> Do you have rotted ball disease? <sighs> oh, cancer. That's uh, that's the initial thought. But it's rarely a sign of cancer, apparently. So then why? When a man sees blood... the most horrifying result on top. When a man sees blood in his ejaculate, his initial thought is cancer. But the reality is that blood in, bloody semen rarely is a sign of cancer. So then why are you making people think that? Need to get your uh, worries out of the way. I guess, yeah. Isn't that like a syphilis thing? Ah, uh, yes, I think so. Speaking of syphilis, have you ever watched Drunk History? I have. Yeah, I think they that recently has been canceled too, hasn't it? Oh, has it? Oh, that sucks. I like Drunk. Yeah, I History. do. I do like that show, I, even though I, I probably shouldn't it sometimes, and I really, really regret it on occasion. Uh, my twelve year old likes to watch that too. We watch it together. She's into history, and it's you know funny the way they present stuff. Yeah, they, I, I honestly I think it's a really good teaching tool. So I don't I don't mind that at all. Not that I you know not that what I think means shit. Yeah, there's a whole like episode about like Michigan stuff. It, it's pretty interesting. It has like Harry Houdini and uh, I think Motown as well. I can't remember mm-hmm. what the third thing is. Well, there's uh, some third thing. <laughs> there's one about uh, Kellogg. Yeah, yeah, that might have been it. Because I think they packaged them later together as like a, you know, about a specific spot. I was specifically thinking, though, about um, about uh, Al Capone and like and how Al Capone was like it's something like he's had this like he's like, oh, he's told us he's had this discharge or whatever for years. 
and didn't do anything. Like, just was like, right. oh, well, whatever. You know, I guess that's how it is now. What ifs? Oh, my God. How cavalier do you have to be to just be like, oh, yeah, my dick's leaking. Who gives a shit? I mean, with, with alcohol, that was probably the least of his worries. Right. Yeah, he had to be worrying about fucking Kevin Costner uh, tracking him down or whatever. Right. Sean, yeah, yeah. Sean Connery Sorry, slapping no. a woman, saying, uh, "When I put one of ours in the in the infirmary, we put one of ours in the morgue or whatever." Right. He didn't even know that that was part of the scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was talking about reporters. Um, yeah. Drunk history. I hope they don't cancel it. I don't actually have Comedy it's, Central. It's been canceled. Oh no. Um, or my, that, that gives me one of my favorite like uh, screen captures of all time. It's a uh, it was one about uh, it was obviously about like you know the uh, the Nazi hunters and that kind of stuff. Sure. And where Al played Adolf Eichmann. <laughs> and so at the end, there's like you know how they say who it is and like the cast. I have a screenshot that I've captured that just says where Al is Adolf Eichmann. And that's oh like the perfect uh, perfect. You can in television after that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that one. I gotta watch that one. Have you ever seen the Paul F. Tompkins story about uh, Weird Al, like his stand-up thing? No. Yeah, I'm not Paul. I, I really never gave him much, you know, thought. Paul F. Tompkins. He just looks like someone who I wouldn't like to listen to. Yes, he's pretty funny. But like, uh, yeah, look up uh, his Weird Al story. It's it's pretty hilarious. It's like he was recording one of those like out of the '90s or whatever shows, and Weird Al was also recording like in the next room. Mm-hmm. Like it was like in the next office, and he said it was in a regular office. It was such a cheap budget, you know. So they just went to like some office building. They just happen to be next door to each other. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. He's like yelling at Weird Al. And I don't want to spoil it, but you should check it out. My favorite of the drunk histories is they're talking about this guy that uh, was wanted to do research on dolphins. He he like he kind of discovered that they were you know more intelligent than than you know people had given them credit for and everything. And Carl Sagan goes to NASA and says, "Hey, you guys are trying to figure out how to talk to." to uh, aliens so maybe we can you know these dolphins are really smart maybe if we can figure out how to talk to them then they can you know we can use that information to extrapolate and, and figure out how to talk to aliens if we ever discover them and so they're like sure you know let like here here's a bunch of money so he sets this guy up in this fucking lab and everything and they go in it's a, obviously it's a long thing but they uh they talk about how you know horny uh dolphins are all the time and how uh eventually they got sick of moving the dolphin the male dolphin into where the other females were and the female things like i'll just jerk them off (laughs) ever since she starts she starts doing that and then this guy this is the one of the funniest parts of the story this guy the scientist he tries acid for the first time because he's at a hollywood party where the wife of the producer of flipper gives him acid which is such a weird just it, like the 60s is such a weird time right. uh, so then he decides hey i'm gonna give acid to dolphins because that'll help us communicate with them more and they're they, they're the whole time they're going through and they're getting dolphins and trying to get dolphins to learn the alphabet and stuff like that so then um uh penthouse you know, publishes a story about this, about how all this, the sex stuff and the drugs and stuff that's going on here. And Carl Sagan comes in and this is the best part of the episode is this rant that he has. Uh, it's, I know you don't like him that much. It's, um, uh, what's his name? Chris, uh, from Saturday night live. Um, 
He was in the Cowbell sketch, but I can't think of his name. Uh, shit, yeah, I know who you're talking about, too. The one that uh, Norm doesn't like. Yeah, but he was, like, it's... Mr. <laughs> Mr. Peepers? Yeah. The, um... The, no, 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 not Chris Kattan. Um, oh, okay. The, uh, I can't think of his name. He's always very... Oh, you know what else he was in? He was in Lazy Sunday with, um... Oh, I like Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell, yeah, that's who it is. Oh, I thought you didn't like him. No, I do like him a lot, actually. But he, he kind of, he looks like, he looks a lot like Carl Sagan. And so there's, he does this rant at the end where he's like, hey, you know, so um, I've been hearing that, uh, you know, like, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm Carl Sagan. I like, uh, I like the universe. I like, uh, you know, space and stuff like that. He's like, but there are two things in the universe that, um, that I don't like a lot right now. One is um, hearing about uh, people giving drugs to dolphins. And the other one is about people jerking dolphins off. (laughs) It's like, you know, you understand what kind of fucking position this puts me in. He's like, when I said we should communicate with dolphins, I didn't mean we should teach them English. I meant we should learn their fucking language and how they communicate. And by the way, if you were trying to teach them then, why would you do that? If if you if you kidnapped a Japanese man at the airport and wanted to teach him English, would you put him into a trunk and give him acid and then jerk him off and expect him to know English? He's like, the next time I go into fucking NASA, you think they're going to say to me, uh, oh, hey, Carl, yeah, what do you want money for now? Who, who are you going to jerk off next, a spider monkey? You know, he's like, this puts me in a really bad fucking position. And he just, like, goes off. It's so hilarious. But yeah, you should you uh anyone that wants to should check out that uh the dolphin episode of Drunk History. It is it's I think it's on YouTube too. It's it's hilarious. Nice. Uh but anyway. Uh so we opened with sexual assault and we're closing with dolphin sexual assaults. Because that dolphin did not consent. But uh but I think that dolphin really wanted it because dolphins are gonna swim away. Dolphins are super horny. But anyway, so that uh, that is our episode for the week. Uh, tell a friend who likes to hear stories about, you know, graphic stories about sexual assault. Tell them to uh, tell them to demand that their cellmates uh, downloads this episode and uh, you know listens to the show, subscribe, and all that shit. Whatever. Um, anyway, we'll see you next week. Bye. See you later.